Okay, good morning everyone. Shem Aleichem. Baruchem Hope everybody's doing well. We're continuing in Mishnah Bura, Daf HaShavua. We're going to try to finish uh, what we're going to call Daf Vav today, which is basically our third Daf of learning Mishnah Bura. So the Mechaber just said in Sivvah, one cannot walk in a completely erect posture, and one is now to walk Dalet Amois Begiloi Harosh. One cannot walk four cubits if his head is uncovered. Why? The, the Ramah says because of Kavad Ashkina. It's disrespectful to God to walk bareheaded for Amois, indoors, outdoors. The Yivdoik Nekavav, you should check uh, if you have to go to the bathroom before you daven. Haga, V'yichase Kol you should cover your whole body. V'loyelech Yochif, you should not walk barefoot. V'yar Galatzmei Lipanais Boiker Ve'erev, you should train yourself to defecate in the morning and in the evening. That's considered energetic and cleanly, uh, clean behavior for tefillah. And it's probably good health advice as well. That one should train them, um, themselves to clear themselves out in the morning and in the evening. Now, the Mishnah discussed, okay, we understand you now to walk four cubits uh, with that, with one's head uncovered, but the Mishnah added that even less than four cubits is midas chasidos not to walk with your head uncovered, even when you're sleeping at night. Um, interestingly, this Indian of covering your head in the sleep, they asked Rebbeim Kenyevsky, "Well, what if you see somebody went to sleep and their yarmulke fell off? Should you should you try to pick it up and cover their head?" Rebbeim said, "Yeah, you should try to do that. That, in other words, this is not it's not a minor Indian." Is something significant about making sure that one's head, again, it's not obligatory. Covering one's head when sleep is not obligatory, but it's midas chasidas. The Mishnah brought that nowadays, especially for B'nai Ashkenaz, it's considered an outright iser to walk uh, four cubits without a yarmulke because um, it's considered following in the ways of the Gentiles. Now, uh, we also learned um, regarding the prohibition of giloy haroish, whether one's own hand could be a cover. There is an opinion that yes, the prima Gaudim says, but not outdoors. Now we're going to learn about saying Hashem's name, begiloy haroish. Says the um, says the Mishnah Rosh of Kadmiyah Beis, begiloy haroish. The kol shekain shaaser levarich. It is certainly prohibited to make a bracha v'adin lomite or to learn begiloy haroish with one's hand uncovered. And um, in the Dershim Mishnah he brings out, if you want, let's say you want to hear a bracha from someone else, and be mechavim to be yoitzei, so the Paiskim say you cannot do so with begiloi haroish, because uh, it's shoimea ka'ina. What if you forgot, you made a mistake, and you davened without your head covered? Rosh Hashanah in the Halicha Hashanah says, you don't have to go back and daven. Rav Moshe in the Igrois Moshe says, you have to go back and daven. Because since Goyim in their houses of worship are makbet dafka to daven with their heads uncovered, so tadam b'roish magula is considered an abomination. And therefore, Moshe says you would have to daven again. V'loi mahani b'zakisayat. When it comes to davening or learning with your with uh, one's head uncovered, it does not help to put your hand on your head. Even though regarding the Isra of walking Dalet Amois, there's an opinion putting your hand on your head does work. It does not work regarding saying Hashem's name. Why? Your hand and your body are one 
one uh, entity. One body cannot cover a, another body. Now, someone else's hand, that might be permitted. Some are lenient. You could use your hand. Let's say a night. You want to drink. You don't have a hat on your head. It's enough just to put your hand on your head. It is better to accustom oneself in the manner that people accord themselves. Namely, you extend the sleeve of your hand on your hand. Then it would be a covering according to everyone. Another interesting halacha, you're putting on the shel roish. Now most people when they put on the shel roish, they take off their yarmulke for a minute to put on the shel roish. You want to make sure you're not saying the bracha with your head uncovered. Says The Prim says you should be careful when you put on the tefillin. Not to make the bracha with your head uncovered. It's very interesting, in the censored version of the Mishnah Bura, he brings, unless there's a law that you have to uncover your head before a governor, then Dino de Machusa Dino, the Mishnah Bura puts in on a footnote, then you would have to basically follow the rule of the land and uh, uncover your head in the presence of uh, someone important. Uperuk Misa Arais. What about a toupee? What about a toupee? There's actually one of these uh, from video producers that makes plays, they didn't want all the uh, actors to wear yarmulkes because it looks ridiculous. On the other hand, they didn't want them to take off their yarmulkes or wear caps, so they basically made toupees for everyone. But we're going to see that's not really a good a, a good etza. A toupee, even if there's a, a, a piece of cloth underneath, Yesh lesser. You can't say, well, I don't have to wear a yarmulke now because I have a toupee. It's very interesting. Meaning the, the choymer of yarmulke is such that we could even put maris ayin on it. Shayoimru shasarism. People are going to think it's hair. The yesh makilin, some are lenient. I guess it depends how bad the toupee is. The worse the toupee is, the, the more of a heter it is not to wear a yarmulke. Okay. Uh, he brings in the Dersha Mishnah a very interesting uh, halacha. He says, are you allowed to greet, you have a, someone who's not observant, you want to say, Shalom Aleichem. And you know he's going to say, Aleichem Shalom. Even though he's not mechavin for the name of Hashem. Rav Moshe writes in the Gris Moshe, in Chilek Arachayim, Chilek Dalet, Simen Mem, Ois Chav Dalet, you should not tell someone Shalom Aleichem, even if he's going to respond to you Aleichem Shalom, Beli Kavana Klal. Instead, you should say Manishma. Um, fine. Viter in the Mishnah Bura, Yivdok Nekavav. You should check whether you have to go to bed. In other words, if you wake up in the morning, you can't just run to Shul. Say, what do you mean? I don't feel an urge. It's not enough not to feel an urge. You have to sort of consciously make an assessment. Do I have to go to the bathroom now? So that afterwards your body is clean. And a very important halacha. Mishabura brings in Simon Tzadi Beis that... 
let's say somebody could hold themselves in for five hours, but they feel somewhat of an urge. You're not allowed to daven. Okay, this is very important halacha. If somebody has any urge at all, even though they could hold it in for ten hours, you are not allowed to daven. If you daven, but you're not allowed to daven l'chachila. Now, if you're going to delay zman tefillah, then if you can hold it in 72 minutes, then you daven. However, if you're going to miss minion, you miss minion, even if you have any urge at all. So which means, before you daven shachris, mincha, or mariv, you go to the bathroom. That's just Jewish practice. Say, everybody has to do that? No, goyim don't have to do that. Before goyim go to shul, they don't have to go to the bathroom before mincha, mariv. But people who have a Jewish mother... Before they pray, they have to go to the bathroom. Even yeah, it's not a big deal. It's a very slight. It's very mild. It doesn't matter. You're now at a daven. Mishmaru says because in Simtali base hikoin likras alekach Yisrael shemar raglecha kashartelch el base holikim. So therefore, this is considered zahirus and zrizus. Kadeshi achi agufai naki. So you have a clean body. B'shas kabbalas malchus shemayim b'kriyas shemal tefila. You just have to check yourself. You checked yourself. You made an assessment before Mincha. You don't have any urge at all. There's no, it's not a chayk. It's not like a paraduma. You have to go to the bathroom before Mincha. There's no such chayk. It's just if you have any urge at all, which very often, if you make an assessment, more often than not, people do. But if you don't have an urge, that's called a clean body. Now, if you don't have any urge at all, and you say, but I want to go to the bathroom before Tefillah, no, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to delay Zman Kriyashma, you're not allowed to delay Tefillah B'Tzibor just for for the sake of going to the bathroom. But if you have any urge at all, you don't daven until you go to the bathroom. Yachif, don't walk around barefoot. Now, L'Chayra, this means, in general, Amru Chachameinu Zal, Sheyimkar Adam, Kama Sheyishalikach Manal Maragav, sell everything you have, um, uh, and buy shoes. Uven mekamer so Arab shedagin lev yachiv shari. If you're living in uh, Saudi Arabia, it's permitted. So in case anyone listening from Saudi Arabia, you're allowed to walk barefoot over there. Let's say you're a program of tshuva, yeah. Then mutter you're allowed to do that. did that for tshuva. So if any of you, you know, whatever, you're an accountant, you're a plumber, you're a lawyer, and you walk around barefoot on Main Street, we'll assume that you're, that's your program of tshuva. Simon Gimel, Hanhagas Beis Says the Mechaber, When you enter a bathroom, you should say, Honorable angels, I take leave of you. Because there's a concept that a person is always accompanied by heavenly angels, but they're not coming in, into the bathroom with you. So therefore you have to politely take leave of them. Nowadays we don't say it. Well, says Mishmar, why? We cannot, we're not presumed to be so God-fearing. That the angels accompany us. That we're going to ask them that they should wait for us. Now in the Dershim Mishnah he brings... When you come home Friday night, where we say two malachim escort you, so um, do they still escort us? So the Benish Chai writes in Oyd Yosef Chai Parshvayid say that those angels they're still around. Why? Because they're not coming for you; they're coming for Shabbos. 
So the angels that come for Shabbos, they're still hanging around. They walk you home Friday night. The angels that stam accompany you, that we don't assume anymore. Um, what if you go to the bathroom Friday night on the way home from shul? So maybe then you do have angels, so then you should say, Hiskabdu mechubadim. So Rav Yosef Chaim Zonfeld says, no, no, no. The angels are coming for Shabbos. Don't worry, they're not going to come into the base of Casey with you. They know the program already, but you don't have to take leave of them. However, the Chassam Soifer did not sing Shalom Aleichem Friday night because the same way the angels don't accompany us regularly, they don't come Friday night either. Even though in the footnotes in Menhagi Chassam Soifer, the Chassam Soifer would whisper Shalom Aleichem because Taka the Chassam Soifer, he did have Malachim. But he didn't think anybody else did, but he whispered it because he didn't want to be arrogant about the fact he's the only one who has angels Friday night. Okay, Sif Beis, let's see the beginning. Yehei Tsanua Bebeis Hakisei. You should be modest in the bathroom. Do not uncover yourself until you sit. Even though we cited earlier that the opinion of Moshe Feinstein is that even though we said you should not undress yourself, but rather you should do it under the cover, Rav Moshe said, in a bathtub or shower, you could undress yourself with yourself uncovered because in a sort of bathhouse or area of a shower that's not a place where you're normally dressed, that does not apply to a toilet. Excuse the expression, just uh, just for the sake of uh, being clear. Now, if people have a full bathroom with the shower near the the actual base hakise, it could be Ramosha would be lenient. But in general, if it's a half bathroom and all there is there is a is a toilet, then even Ramosha would say you should not uncover more than you need to. And meaning don't uncover yourself until you sit down, says the Mishnah You shouldn't get up while you're uncovered. I just want to be uh, read the beginning of the Bear Halacha. Yehid Sanua Ayin Bebracha Ayin there the Gemara speaks at length about Midas HaTznius. Uvesmak moine tznius lemitzvah da'iraisa. The smak counts modesty as one of the 613 mitzvahs. So one would have thought it's only a Midah Toiva Ba'alma. The smak counts it as one of the 613 mitzvahs. The Be'alacha goes on to say over there about the importance of making bathrooms in shuls and public areas. As we mentioned, that if somebody has the slightest urge, they're really not allowed to daven. Now, if, the, if there's no bathroom in the shul, and the bathroom is in an outhouse, or back at home, nobody's going to observe that. People are going to delay going to the bathroom, and therefore the Be'er talks about the importance of having um, bathrooms, um, and enough bathrooms, and clean bathrooms, in an available close by to the Makam Tfilah. Rabbi Sai, have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks everybody for joining. We'll continue next week. Bracha v'hatzlacha, kol tov.